dark black or gallows humor is a way of dealing with the horrible things in life we have no control over. It's a coping mechanism to keep our sanity and to stay grounded. Did you ever stop to think about the many uses we make of light, the everyday things around us, and the less obvious applications? Light is projected through the negative. Well, sadly, the news has not been very good today. A rooter mayor was stabbed in the chest by one of his roommates. Accusing him and a scheme to steal millions of dollars from preschoolers. He said she was dying of cancer. Shining the light of reason in humanity's darkest moments. Is this thing on? Ladies and gentlemen, this is President Donald J. Trump here with your emergency broadcast. I have an amazing, amazing emergency broadcast uh-huh. for you. Believe me when I tell you, just... it is going to be spectacular. Uh-huh. Mr. President, look at all the people right listening to the podcast. But I'm here and we are going to have an amazing, amazing episode for you. The very first is a dark and air episode made even better by President Donald J. Trump. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning, gentlemen. We have your morning briefing ready, sir. Sir, we've had another mass shooting today. That's terrible. This is really, really awful. I want to make sure that we send out our thoughts and prayers to all the people that have been affected by this tragedy and let everyone know that we really, really care. Well, that's the problem, Mr. President. We're all out of thoughts and prayers, Mr. President. Excuse me? Americans can only think and pray so much. With all of the shootings that we have had lately, we have been using up all of our thoughts and prayers. It's kind of what we've been relying on, sir. Thoughts and prayers have been our plan A. We really don't have a plan B. What else can we do? Well, we could look and toughen up some of our gun laws. We could also start to address mental health issues and get people the help that they need. Uh, I like plan A. We all like plan A, Mr. President. Have we looked on Amazon? Melania's always finding things on Amazon. Alexa, I want some really, really amazing thoughts and prayers from Amazon. Thoughts and prayers are currently out of stock. They are on back order. Ugh, that's not good. There is another option, Mr. President. The Google? There is the possibility that we could import some thoughts and prayers from China. China? They export thoughts and prayers in China? They export everything, sir. That's not a bad idea. It's a lot better than option B. Alexa! Call China. Okay, the most awesome president ever. Call in China. We here at Is It Dark in Here do not promote racism. Therefore, all accents that would be deemed racist done by a white person will be done in a British accent. Thank you. Hello! This is China. How may I help you? Hello, China. This is President Donald Trump. How are you doing today? We're doing just fine, Mr. President. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Really, really great. I'm having the most wonderful day that anyone's ever had. I'm having a much better day than Obama ever had. I can tell you that much. My day is so great. How how can we help you, Mr. President? I need a huge, huge favor, okay? 
I need some thoughts and prayers. Have you thought perhaps about some gun laws or dealing with your country's mental health issues? Yeah, that's a great idea. We're looking into that. But right now, we just really, really need those thoughts and prayers. Uh, Do you guys export those? Oh, we export everything, Mr. President. Okay, then. Let's talk some business, boys. Now, what we're going to need here is we're going to need a really, really... Good evening, everyone. I'm Chip DeLude, and this is IIDH Action News. In response to this morning's deadly shooting, the White House released a statement saying, Most glorious government very much sorry for disgraceful shooting. Most glorious government broadcast prayers and thoughts to families. Most Supreme Leader Trump's heart leaves for very many people. Our shooting coverage will continue after a word from our sponsors. Hello, America. This is Colonel Ground Chuck at Patriot Burger. We don't do artisan sandwiches or handcrafted salads. We do burgers. And we do burgers the way that God intended. The American way. You're not going to find any guacamole or Swiss cheese or Russian dressing. Get out of our country. On our Patriot Burger, you get two pounds of American brown chuck and eight pieces of American bacon and four slices of American cheese. Just the way that God intended it to be done. The American way. Patriot Burger. You're welcome, America. I was in a a grave cemetery one time and I saw a woman's grave that said loved by all. And I thought if we had to be honest in my family, we'd have a lot of graves that said tolerated by several. Yeah, that would be, (laughs) let's be honest. I'd like to open up a funeral home called too bad. If you liked them, (laughs) not everybody that dies is a sad occasion. Yeah. I could go like say my brother, my older brother dies soon because of his diabetes or something. And he, you know, and no one will miss him. He ain't your real daddy. Your birth certificate's forged. Now it's 100% true if you're listening to this podcast. Haley, he's not your dad. But anyway, you should know your dad ain't the guy in that box right there. And your mommy ain't done know who the fuck your daddy is. <laughs> Somewhere some dude just spit fucking Pabst Blue Ribbon all over. <laughs> Steel City Reserve. Whatever oh, yeah. shit beer you guys drink over some there. Icy light. <laughs> Whoa. Dad? Today in the fuss, we have the Hodges family, all the way from Sacramento, California. And now your host, Steve Moore. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Family Fuss. Today we have the Hodges. Now, from what I understand, you good folks have recently had a loss in your family. That's right, Steve. We lost Paul, our devoted husband and father of 17 years. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure that Paul was a wonderful man. He was our rock. Well, I know that Paul is in a better place. And he's looking down on you right now, and he wants to see you win some money. Let's play! In honor of your late husband, Paul, we asked 100 people who knew him this question. And the top five answers are on the board. What did Paul 
love to do? Spend time with his family. Spend time with his family. That's nice right there. Let's see if it's on the board. Survey says. Sorry, that wasn't up there. Let's talk to Paul's son, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Steve. You're a handsome young man. I'm sorry about your dad. Thanks, Steve. Well, you guys have one strike against you, but that's okay. Now tell me, Jeff, what did your dad love to do? Go to my soccer games. Every dad yes! loves to do that. Yes. Show Woo! me go to Jeff's soccer games. Sorry, Jeff. That's not on the board. Now that's two strikes. Now it's up to Paul's lovely daughter, Kelly. It's nice to meet you, Kelly. It's nice to meet you, Steve. Okay, Kelly. Here's your situation. You've got two strikes. You need to get this one right. You're going to lose the game. 100 people polled. What did your dad love to do? Go to church. Here it is. Here it is. Let me see. Go to church. Let's see what's up on the board. Number five. Get drunk. What? Number four. Gamble. Play the ponies. Is that what happened to my college fund? Number three. Watch pornography. Masturbate. Rose. Number two. Cheat on wife. Get some strange. You son of a bitch. And number one. Killing hookers. This isn't happening. Daddy was a monster. All right, then. We have some parting gifts for the Hodges family. I'm sorry about your loss, and we hope you had a good time. We'll see you next time on Family Fuck. got yourself a brand new shopping cart. You've been panhandling all day long. You found a comfy park bench. Now it's time for cheap whiskey. Made with water runoff from a hog rendering plant along the muddy banks of the Mississippi River. Aged using turpentine and a rusty oil drum in the back of a single wide trailer. Cheap whiskey. It's what you can afford. It's what you deserve. So, Royer, uh, so you wanted to discuss a story out of Pakistan where two newlywed people were killed by their families because it was ordered by a jirga or tribal council. They did arrest 10 of them for stabbing. They stabbed them to death. Um, And it doesn't say that they didn't marry someone else they arranged to. They just went ahead and got married married without it being arranged. And it was this was simply just a lack of permission. So just to execute their authority, they just like to say, okay, well, you got to get together. And then so they arrested the 10 uh, family members. And I and I took a look at them. And that's when I realized all locked up in the little jail cell. Every country has rednecks. Every country has hillbillies. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. every, every country has just their fringe people. Um, well, that was, you know, th- that's a really interesting 
thing that you bring up there because I I had never considered that before. And you sit here and you look at this and you're like, man, how the fuck can somebody do this? Like, how can you try to make two people marry each other that don't want to marry each other and then when they don't, you kill them? Okay, like I just don't understand. Like, what the fuck is going on with these people? But then I'm watching this program. This guy's talking about suicide bombers and he's like, look, he goes, you have to understand something about these people that do the suicide bombings. They're poor. They're uneducated. They're extremely religious because they just get talked into anything. They do this. I'm like, fuck, they're fucking rednecks. Mm -hmm. Like, they're hillbillies. Mm -hmm. And then it makes sense because I could see some fucking Arkansas motherfuckers doing some shit like this. Well, you know, it can be very upsetting when you don't get invited to a wedding you're expecting to get invited to. <laughs> and then you have a jerga, which is mostly six guys standing around the bed of an old Ford pickup truck with a 30 pack uh-huh. of Bush beer in the back of it. And they just sit there and talk shit like, um, chief minister Murad Ali Shah expressed anger over the killings saying, quote, this is Karachi, not a tribal area. How was a jerga held here? What the fucking fuck Pakistan? As if when you're outside the city limits, sure, you're going to get a council of rednecks together and you're going to decide who's going to get raped and killed and have broomsticks shoved up their ass and all kinds of shit and electrocuted, but not in the city limits. I mean, now take that shit to the suburbs, man. What the hell? He wasn't bummed that they did it, that there's these people going around just declaring martial law just don't do it in the goddamn city limits this well is my jurisdiction is as far as i go he's like we have internet here <laughs> that's the problem is you've got to switch your mindset people you've got to shift your paradigm and empathize and that's what this show is about it's about empathy where we put ourselves in their shoes i don't know i don't know if i can put myself in the shoes of the jerga i'm just like i think it's more of a did those bitches just disrespect us well yeah that's just yeah. Just, just a do what you're told thing that and then they were then they're all fucking pissed off because they had some you know it's like your you know your parents were forced to marry so they're gonna force you to fucking marry and then you hate this shit so when you grow up you're gonna fuck your kids into it well it's like hey why do we even have a jerga if nobody's gonna listen to us right <laughs> what are we just jerking off over here guys or not <laughs> hey yo <laughs> and that's the thing with group think when you get 12 20 guys together any one of them might not want to do that but you like 20 of them no one wants to be the one to disagree and let's just face it yeah. you've got an, a mentality of an angry mob there's two sides of that angry mob you can be on and maybe you're just like yeah. self-preservation i'm gonna go ahead and join the angry mob where's my stick well, hey my guys torch? i remember when this jerga used to mean something <laughs> stay tuned next for an episode of the people's jerga this is the plaintiff shooter mccoy Shooter was all alone with no one to love, so Shooter agreed to give away a prize goat if the defendant allowed Shooter to marry his youngest daughter. Once the defendant got Shooter's goat, the defendant's daughter flew the coop and went to live with her new boyfriend. Now Shooter is lonely, with no wife and no goat. Shooter is suing for his goat to be returned, the defendant's daughter to be murdered, and $112.85 for a year's subscription to TeenSwampGirls.com. This is the defendant, Earl McCoy. Earl wanted to help his friend Shooter out by giving his daughter's hand in marriage. Seeing as Earl kept his new goat tied up real nice and tight, Earl thinks Shooter should have done the same thing with his daughter. All of the fighting and fussing has driven Earl back to the drink. Earl is countersuing for court costs and a year's worth of cheap whiskey.
What you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual people who live in the middle of a swamp. The only justice is backwater justice. These people have not agreed to these proceedings and have been forced to have their cases settled here in the People's Jerga. Everyone here has sworn an oath of truth to the swamp monster and I have read your complaints. All praise the swamp monster! Now, now, Mr. McCoy, you say that Mr. McCoy promised you that you could marry his daughter, Bobby Joe McCoy, if you gave him a goat. Yup. Now, once you gave Mr. McCoy the goat, Miss McCoy skipped your double wide and went to live with her boyfriend, Travis McCoy. Oh, uh, yeah. And now that Miss McCoy is living with Mr. McCoy, you think that Mr. McCoy should give you your goat back. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, Mr. McCoy, you think that you shouldn't have to give Mr. McCoy his goat back. Is that right? Yeah. Why is that? Man, I, I, I can hold my head, but I can't hold his. Mr. McCoy has a point, Mr. McCoy. If he could tie up the goat, why couldn't you tie up Ms. McCoy? And that old slippery doorknob won't turn me and travels and sprung her out. Oh, is that right, Miss McCoy? Did your boyfriend help you escape? Well, you know how it is. It's just like two birds say each other with a raccoon and a deer, and I don't know, love is love. Now, I didn't ask if you were in love, Ms. McCoy. I asked you if Mr. McCoy helped you escape. They're all walking out of the bedrooms in the kitchen and I'm pouring some coffee and Travis came and me out. Okay, then. Ms. McCoy will be tied to the sitting rock and will be fed to the swamp monster. Let's talk about the goat. Why do you think you should keep the goat? You can't hunt that dog when it's got stars in its eyes. No, and you married the goat. Now, in Ms. McCoy's complaint, he says that you were having premarital sex with the goat. Is that true? <laughs> well, that means that you are a whore, goat. You and um, also the woman in the third row there who's dressed like a whore. Uh, you will join Miss McCoy on the sitting rock and all three of you whores will be sacrificed to the swamp monster. All praise the swamp monster! Now, Mr. McCoy and Miss McCoy, I've dismissed your counterclaims. Because you are obviously a pervert and alcoholic, respectively. That is my verdict. Now, if we can get all this courtroom here cleared up, bingo will start in five minutes. And may the swamp monster favor all of you in your bingo game. Okay, everybody. President Trump's here to drain the swamp. I promised America I was going to drain the swamp, but I got into office. And I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm going to get this swamp so dry, you're not going to believe it. But it's going to happen, believe me. And I have brought the best swamp draining equipment with me. And a top-of-the-line swamp draining equipment. Boys, get that swamp draining equipment over here. We're going to get to work it. Ooh. It looks like they're playing bingo. Do you like bingo? I love bingo. I'm one of the best bingo players you've ever seen, believe me. All right, change of plans, boys. We're going to play some bingo. Mr. President, we really don't have time for bingo. Mr. President, we paid to drive all this equipment out here. Did you ever stop to think about the many uses we make of light, the everyday things around us, and the less obvious applications? Light is projected through the negative 